I'm not Chris. And I'm not Karina. But we're here together. As usual. For more fun times and, and shenanigans. shenanigans. If this is your very first time joining us, welcome to the show. This is our sibling duo podcast slash YouTube channel about life with chronic and invisible illnesses, including those mental and emotional. I'm mental and she's emotional. Indeed. <laughs> Where can they find us? Oh, you can find us everywhere. Uh, YouTube, Spotify, Audible, Google Podcasts, while well, it exists. Yeah. Um, Podbean and little sites. Mm -hmm. Most most places. Yeah. Just search Fantastic Pains. We recommend YouTube. It gets silly. Mm -hmm. um, we're highly expressive and nonsensical, so tune in. Well, and sometimes I insert funny things, you know, you'll see. <laughs> like this. Oh, God, no more work. More work. Look at the thing. There's nothing there. Nothing there. It's just a big question mark. <laughs> what? 404. <laughs> you can also join the fun at our Discord mm -hmm. if you wanted to explain that. Yes. Our Discord is a wonderful, lovely place where you can get in contact with all of our wonderful, lovely people. Um, looking for advice or just general support you can also join our lives through discord and voice chat with us while we shoot those yep it's a good time you can also um make topic suggestions oh yes for our episodes um and find our links for our amazon affiliate yep and patreon support the podcast if you, if you can please yeah. it would help yeah Good we did it. <laughs> we're dying out here. I'm fine. We're just trying to grow. That's that's where we're at. Truth these days. So share it with a friend. Yeah. Um. What are we talking about today? On that note, we're gonna follow up last week's episode in a little bit of a different direction. This was a um, suggestion that we kind of had to roll around to check all the angles and figure out how we wanted to attack it. And it'll be a really interesting one to kind of walk through. I'm excited, but a little unsure. Yes, it'll be good. And yeah. and it was suggested by friend of podcast, Yeti. Yes. So thank you, Yeti. It was great. Yeah, it was good stuff. But before all that, it is time for the weekly recap. Check in. Uh, it was a week. Yeah, you didn't have school this week. Yeah. What are you going to talk about? I was on break. It let, was great. Let me guess. You were sick. You, I was sick. You chored. You worked on your podcast. Yep. You spent time with your husband. Yep. <laughs> like, That's it. All right. You got it. Your turn. Um, I was sick. <laughs> I did my chores. <laughs> I worked on the podcast and I spent time with my family. <laughs> I mean, it was a, it yeah. was a week. We yeah. got like really sick like the mid part of the week. Right. It was like Wednesday, Thursday. Mm -hmm. We got just knocked out i don't know what happened or what it was mm -hmm. but it's going around too because my husband's friend um had it too yeah where it was just like super painful in the jaw and the neck and like up in the head yeah like crazy tension headache stuff um followed by like cold flu yeah, symptoms if you remember last week the second half of the, the <clears throat> episode i was seeing auras yeah like oh, really yeah, bad had a i had a mega migraine lasted two days Yes. I couldn't get out of bed. I couldn't look at things. I was right. just like, don't want to exist right now. Yeah. He thought he was going to have to go to the ER. <laughs> I was literally sitting here like, is it an aura? Once you said aura, it clicked. Boom. I was like, and oh, yeah. Migraine came into play. Yeah. It was crazy. So. It was like watching the Tesseract in the MCU, just like mm -hmm. prisms and shapes. And I was like, what yeah. the? He had sacred look. geometry on the it's outside. That's what it looked like. Vision. And then like we got fevers. Yeah. And then we got sick. Yeah. That was fun. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Mm. I had to take the the hot bath route a couple times where I was like, my body doesn't know what temperature is. 
we're gonna have to hit the hard reset yeah, by yeah. burning it to death. Comment if that's something that works for you guys. Like if it's if that's a thing. Like because it yeah. works for both of us where it's like overloaded stimuli, time to burn it. And then yeah. you like reset for a bit. I don't know what it is either. Cause you like you get out and you're overheated because you were just in the hot tub. Mm -hmm. And then as you cool down, your body goes back to like normal. some kind of normal yeah. equilibrium. I don't know what it is or why it works, but it's just some one of those things we've picked up over it, time. Yeah, if, if it's not something you've done, try it. Like yeah. next time you're feeling like generally like what what were the symptoms that like go with it? Like oh yeah, okay. So I get like really flushed. Yeah. Um, my face gets really puffy and swollen and painful. M. Cassie. My neck gets all like all, my whole chest and my neck get all red. Mm -hmm. Um. I'm putting out heat like that, nobody's uh, business. When I'm a furnace, yeah. Yeah. Like when it's to the point where you roll over. Yeah. And you're like, oh, I'm burning myself. Yeah. Like, because it's that yeah. hot. You have or that like moment of like, the heat oh. trapped between you and, and your the, clothing yep. is too much. And you're like, it's just, it's gross. I don't like it. Yeah. So I was like, burn. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> Fix it. I had to do it. Yeah. And I was trying to loosen it up because I had a like really yeah. bad phlegmy buildup for a day. Mm -hmm. For a day. Like, it, yeah. it came and went. Cause yeah, I and I sneezed the whole time, hmm. the whole time sneezed my brains out. Yeah, the whole time, and now I'm gonna probably lose my voice here and there. So excuse me, I'm sorry. Oh, that but, might happen to me too. Yeah, that's why I'm hydrating so much. Yeah, I'm like coffee, coffee, coffee. Drink it. What else? We were sick. We did some podcast work, which was really yes, fun. Yes, which was really good. We, I'm we took some fafo. We're yep. gonna find out now. Yep, I had therapy. Oh, that's right. She yeah, I almost missed therapy. I yeah. It's because they keep rescheduling it and not, not telling, telling me you. about it. And then I'm like, I don't know what time. And so yeah, I had therapy in my pajamas, like fresh out of bed, greasy hair. And it was. Ugh. I've done that, but with bad. like Dr. Anna, who wasn't gonna judge me. Like, yeah. I was like, oh, this is fine. Yeah. <laughs> Just fun times. It was good stuff. Mm -hmm. But yeah, so it's it's been a week. It wasn't as productive as I wanted it to be. No, I but was like I didn't vacuum. I didn't clean my house. You did rest. Yeah. Like which I needed. Right. A lot. So I'm glad I did that. And I can tell that you needed it because you didn't bemoan it the whole time. Right. It wasn't one where you're like, oh, I wish I was doing stuff. I need right. to do stuff. It was more like you were just chilling. Like, yeah. I was like, I'm going to just hang. Yeah. And watch horror movies because that's what I did. All I got her on a kick. It's good stuff. So I'm watching Saw. When you get to 10, mm -hmm. come over because we have it. Mm. And we can watch it. Yes. And it's good. It's not as good as like, number one, the first Saw is always going to be yeah. classic. Some of them get well, kind of close. But... It also just has, you know, Wesley in it. So. Yeah. You can't go wrong. Yeah. Doesn't fair. he pop back up later? Yeah. Okay. He comes back. That's what I thought. Oh, so, what else? That was it. Yeah. And we did the lives. Mm -hmm. Thank you, everyone who attended yes. yesterday and this morning. Those were awesome. It's always such a good time. Yeah. To get to hang out with everybody. And new people, too, which was great. Yeah. yeah. Forgot. Yeah. It was fun. So, yeah. it's It It was a week. It was. It was not the week we wished it was. But you know what? We got a lot done. And we got some rest. Yeah. Which is what counts. Um, Today... Yes. Yeah, so following up the empathy trap, how do you want to get started? Okay. Let's quick su summarization of last week, if you missed it. Yeah. Um, we were talking about how through trauma and through chronic illness, mm -hmm. we develop a hypersensitive view of people. Like we're, we're more 
attuned to notice the small things in people right and catch like vibes almost micro expressions right and body language and just general behavior because we are naturally tracking those things mm -hmm. um and so we tend to pick up on more than other people do right and then we bemoan it when other people do not pick up on those cues from us right exactly that's and so the whole that was all self oriented mm -hmm. now we're applying it to what do you do when you have problems and you notice other people are going through stuff yeah and they don't know right or you know they might be in the middle of it yeah or they might not and how do you balance taking care of yourself and helping them yeah so that's what we're going to get into right especially in the chronic illness supporting chronic oh god illness. It, yeah it uh it gets a little complicated and sticky and it's it's so funny because it should be really simple because at least for us, uh -huh. I'm just using us as like a baseline. Yeah. We look at other people. We don't judge them. No. It's like, oh, you have chronic illness. Like we like I get it. Yeah. It makes sense. Even if it's like, you know, just MCAS. Like, right. dude, that sucks. Right. <laughs> right. We've, we've never approached something like, oh, you just have MCAS. <laughs> right. Uh, you should live in my world. Where but I then blah, when blah, you're blah, when blah, you're blah. thinking about it, like internally, mm -hmm. you're like, oh, God, everyone's judging me for it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's you're worried about how they're in, in, interpreting you. Right. When you're out there being just a lovely person and they're just reciprocating. Yeah. But you're like, oh, my God. <laughs> they're mad at me. Yeah. Everybody's mad at me. All the time. <laughs> Constantly forever. <laughs> but yeah, the um, what was the root? The root of this was how to take care of yourself while taking care of others. Yeah. So. We were going to get into like noticing first, because it's something that <laughs> that we don't notice that we do even. Right. 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 Like until you, you sit down and like analyze your own behavior, which yeah. I don't know how, how many do people do that. that. We do. Yeah. But, you know, it's not really fun. But <laughs> No, but like you'll <laughs> notice something. If someone's having an off day, you can tell. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And and you can usually if they, if you've had casual conversations, you can piece together what the problem yeah. is before they even right. know it. Well, and that's the other part is we turn into these like weird data collecting computers that filter things through pieces of our brains that we don't even have access to and <laughs> yeah. then they're like here i got you this result yeah and you're like but why how why what is that <laughs> why is it correct <laughs> you're like gregory's really sad about his mom what? <laughs> you good bro <laughs> is your mom okay <laughs> what's going and then on they start crying and you're like oh no right <laughs> i'm so sorry i asked <laughs> Now that happens to me quite a bit. Right. Uh, so recognizing um, other people and what they are going through, mm -hmm. especially because we have these like camps of behavior that we kind of jump in on. Right. Mm -hmm. Where it's we have like the crisis where right. we are very comfortable in crisis just because oh, God, of our yeah. background in trauma. Right. That's what we grew up in. We're good with. Chaos. Yeah, and that makes it makes sense for people with chronic illness too, because yeah. you have emergencies all the time. You have, right. you're used to like going to the hospital for yeah. things, or well, and you're used to like calming other people down about, about your you. own condition. Exactly. Yeah. So, <laughs> for example, I had a coworker who passed out right before I got to work one time. Yep. Um, and I walked into the building, and they were calling nine one one, and they were like, "She passed out. She just like went down," and I was like cool, I got this. <laughs> and so I walked into the hallway and I pulled her head into my lap and I sat and I talked to her and I kept her still. Yep. And that was just you, like you jump into the role that needs to be filled because you know 
how to go about handling a crisis without it being like the most chaotic thing in the world and screaming and yelling and people like fainting and weird stuff. Yeah. Well, well, the way people who've never been through anything experience it. Yeah. It's terrifying. Oh, yeah. Like the first time I saw a girl faint, I was like, uh, she dead, guys? (laughs) Because we were in gym. It was in middle school. This poor girl was overheated. Oh, we were inside even. But we were doing like oh, we were playing with beer goggles. You know, like now you know what it's like being drunk. Yeah. And then I walked a perfectly straight line and they like, what are you, an alcoholic? And I was like, no, <laughs> just I closed my eyes. <laughs> Smart. <laughs> like, I know that the, the external input is wrong. I'm just right. going to close my eyes and walk. That's funny. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I got shit for that for a long time. What are you, an alcoholic in middle school? You know. No, I'm But yeah, hominid. no. And I, I think about like when, when something happens with us. And other people might interpret it as as crisis, mm. and we have to calm them down and be like, "No, this is this is just a thing. It's fine." Like when I went tacky at work. Oh yeah. And by tacky, I mean like my heart rate went out of control. I was at like one fifty two. Did with... it climb after that? Like yeah. it peaked, and then oh yeah, God. It, it peaked at like one sixty, while I was on my back with my legs up on a chair. Right actually no you were running clearly you were doing oh, <laughs> your body thought you were in a marathon my body was confused it's crazy dude so, yeah. like her 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 heart rate doesn't make sense no it's it's like it's on a 30 second delay oh yeah constantly like even all of my trainers have been like none of this makes sense mm-hmm. you did the like work you did all the you effort stopped doing all the work and, then... and now your heart rate is climbing right you're sitting there like calm and then you're like, you're like uh-huh. what's going on <laughs> you, you okay weird but yeah like having to keep calm in a crisis yeah. trying to keep ourselves calm because i don't know if you know but in eds at least for us it's very rarely a true emergency oh no god <laughs> and so we have to play the game of filter back and forth of like is this something to be concerned about did i pull a muscle is this something that i should be like going to the hospital for am i nauseous like oh my god the worst what are we doing when you when you dislocate something badly or sublex and you know it's off (laughs) and then you set it yeah but it doesn't feel right right and like it still hurts Mm -hmm. and you're like well okay i'd like to get imaging to know that i put it back right because if it if it's out and i'm walking on it it's gonna be worse but you go in and then they do the imaging like everything's fine and they're like why are you here and you're like well my thumb is still super swollen so i wanted to make sure everything was okay exactly and they're like we're going to give you a referral. And I'm like, I don't want your stupid referral. It's well, my right it hand and I need it. And up on your record is like negative behavior, like yes. attended for nothing. It's like, but I was sent. I always wait for the nurse line to mm-hmm. tell me. Yeah. If I call the nurse line and I describe everything, I'm like, you need to go in. Then yeah. I, I show up and I'm like, nurse line told me to come in. Right. Because I am not going on my own. Nope. Well, and that's why like I haven't treated my ear infection because I'm still yeah. waiting. I have to wait a long enough period. <laughs> between my wrist and getting the ear infection treated her her hospital stays are on cooldown uh, <laughs> she'll be able to activate hospital again in the near future i've got to wait for my stamina to rebuild exactly <laughs> get all your stats back up and then you're good yeah exactly. but you'll be fine by then so oh, so dumb but yeah so like it's it's one thing to do the the crisis can't like containment stuff because it's right. easy for us uh, like you just go into yeah. business mode yeah you don't even think about like, oh, I'm in pain. Oh, this or that. No, there's stuff to be done. Yeah, exactly. We're going to do the stuff that needs to be done. But then what do you do when you know someone's in like crisis, but they're mm-hmm. 
quietly in crisis and they might not right. even know right that the, you know they'll be yeah. in like a really sour mood they won't know why yeah. i do this with jen all the time like jen's jen will have emotions and then i have to be like hey i'm a mirror you you good <laughs> and she's like why and i'm like because you're that, not doing so good that you said is it is it this that. thing that you were talking about earlier yeah <laughs> like okay <laughs> I do that with my husband, but usually it's like, what's wrong? Nothing. 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 Um, I'm sad about this thing that happened two days ago that I didn't tell you about. Um, I did. I literally had this conversation with Jen two days ago. (laughs) I was in bed and I was laying down and I just rolled over. I was like, Jen, I'm sad. (laughs) And she was like, about what? And I was like, I don't know. know. And it wasn't a manic sad. It was just, I think the depression was leaking through <laughs> as it do because it wasn't manic. I know what that feels like. It was just like, I was like, <laughs> and then she was like, oh, I forgot to give you your antidepressant. No, no. <laughs> it's like, oh. <laughs> the depression was leaking through. It was leaking. Yeah. But it's hard when you, because we have to be careful we, we always say, like, we're not morticians. Exactly. We have to be careful to not present ourselves as a medical authority mm-hmm. in any situation, even if we're, like, pretty sure, bro. Right. Like, no. I've had coworkers who are like, uh, is this where my heart is? Like, I feel like my I have, like, heart pain. It's heart pain. It's heart pain. And I'm like, do this. And he goes, oh, my God. And I'm like, it's a muscle. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but you still have to be like, not a it mortician. might be a muscle. Right. I have felt things that are similar to that. And this is connected here. But if you're still worried about it, yeah. you should probably still go get it checked here's, out. Here's a really fun example of why you need to be explicit about that. <laughs> um, friend of podcast, Kaylee, mm-hmm. and I, uh, were, we were going to her house. We were walking into her house to do game night one night. Yeah. And it was, she was really excited to see me. So she ran outside <laughs> and there was uh, nothing but black eyes. Oh, no. Oh, no. So she, she ate it hard and her ankle snapped like... Oh, instant no. swollen very big we get her inside and we're, we have it elevated and yeah. carrie comes in and he's like he's looking at it he do, he's like he's a sports medicine guy so he, yeah. he's not completely out of the loop but right. he looks at it he messes with it and he's like uh i'm not a doctor but i don't think it's it's bad and she just took that as like yeah. like the word <laughs> she went in a week later and there was a nasty fracture yep and it hadn't healed because you know she didn't take take the time to go in right so you got to be careful about how you approach certain things right because <laughs> you don't want to be doling out bad advice right 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 you don't want to be the the reason somebody misses something mm-hmm. because there's there's like i always remind myself of those like incognito things that go on like appendix for right. instance that could be like oh it's just a muscle oh it's just a whatever it's just a whatever it's yeah. just a whatever and then suddenly you're like Haha, we're septic i'm trying to get on you about being septic okay i'm sorry (laughs) i just gave the 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 camera a little twinkle like (laughs) his trauma twinkle twinkle (laughs) traumatized eye twinkles you know it's fine fine. but we we make a point of like i'm not a mortician that's why it's morticians we're not morticians we're not doctors and we're definitely not morticians yeah so we can't help you if you die right well, and that's the thing is like we try to come at it from the angle of like this is our life experience. Mm-hmm. This is what I know about my body. 
your body might be behaving similarly, but it's your body, not my body. And you should be taking the appropriate care regardless of what I can say to you. Mm -hmm. Because I can only say so much. Well, and okay, so we've kind of been filtering all this through, like, just if you're normal, like if you're having a good pain day or whatever. Right. But there are going to be times when you have to take care of yourself first or know when to not get involved because Mm -hmm. it wouldn't be healthy for you. That that's a big one for me is knowing not to get involved in some stuff. Right. Because of just trauma or yeah. you know what I mean? I think that we've we've also learned <laughs> switching gears to like the emotional stuff, right? Yeah, yeah. The mental emotional stuff. I think we've also learned that people have to come to conclusions on their own. On their own. Yeah. Through not necessarily alone, but they have to come to those conclusions themselves. We mm-hmm. can't you can't just be like Oh, I know exactly where you're coming from. I've been there. Here's the solution. Right. And have them accept that as the no. solution. Like I remember for a very long time, um, <clears throat> my brother-in-law was depressed. Yeah. And had been for a while. And we would have talks. And every night I'd be like, bro, you're depressed. Bro, you're depressed. Yeah. But bro, it, you're depressed. Bro, you're depressed. He wasn't in a he space to hear it. He wasn't ready to take that on and deal with that. And so nothing happens and it's not my job to make something happen either i can only say that sounds like depression and you should probably talk to someone and think about how bad that could have gone like if if you had to keep pushing if you thought you it was your crusade to like fix him yeah and then it that would have been there's so much conflict there yes oh there's there's already conflict because when you see things that other people are not ready to address yeah they tend to become awkward around you yeah (laughs) and he was mean to me for a long time (laughs) like we stopped connecting right and he got really like standoffish which makes sense when you're like we've we've all done it we've all had something that we are like running from in our own mind yeah something that we're not ready to address but when people remind us of those things we tend to like shy away yeah 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 so don't push it and then like you said like knowing how to take care of yourself and or knowing whether or not you should be involved at all. Right. Is a whole other thing because with the empathy, we want to be like, I've been there. I know what you're feeling and you're not alone. You don't have to be alone. Please stop making yourself be alone. Exactly. But if they're not ready, they're not ready. Right. And you can't make them be ready and you can't bludgeon them with information to make them be ready to address it. Right. It's not, it's not like you're in a debate. You're not trying no. to win here. Right, right. It's it's they'll come to the conclusion. You can you can keep them. You can support them. Yeah. To get to the conclusion. But yes. you can't force them into it. Like, exactly. Just be there for them. However you need to be. However they need yeah. you at that moment. Yes. Instead of being like, you know what? I know exactly what's wrong. Because. Well, because then uh, what we're doing is not not only are we not listening because everybody's situation is unique. Mm-hmm. Whether or not we've all like you line up 10 people and they all have depression their symptoms are probably going to be different mm-hmm. and their like external factors are going to be different. Oh yeah. And if we ignore those factors, we are invalidating their experience. I was going to say exactly yeah. like you can, you can, you can have experienced the exact same situation, yeah. but their life view and what they've been through molded them into a completely different person. Yes. So they handle it completely different. Right. So it's, it's like you, you can, you'd be like, oh, I get it. Yeah. I, that sucks. Right. But you can't be like, oh, that's so simple. Why don't you just do this? Exactly. 
Well, and it's that like empathy versus fix it. Yes. Because sometimes you want to you want to be able to fix it. Right. Mm -hmm. You want to be like, oh, this is so simple. We could just fix it by doing blah, blah, blah. But you have to approach it from the empathy angle if you're going to approach it at all. Mm -hmm. But then, like you said, sometimes we have to remove ourselves. And that tends to be when people are making more unhealthy choices or indulging in things that are triggering for us personally. Right, right, right. And then again, like be responsible for your stuff. If if you are triggered by that, that's your job to deal with that. Mm-hmm. Not other people's job to like move around your triggers. Right. So if it's triggering for you, maybe take the time to step away from that. Or get someone else that's like a third party involved. Yeah. Be like, I've, I've done this with Jen before. I've been like, like two years ago when we first started the podcast, you had something going on. And I couldn't address it. I had to have oh, Jen yeah, yeah. do it because I was like, I'm not ready. It's too triggering. It was, and, I would yeah. have gone, like, I would have deep ended. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, you know what, Jen? Here's my thoughts. Mm-hmm. Can you articulate and expand on this? And I'm just going to not be, I don't want to be a part of it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Which is entirely fair. And like, that doesn't mean that we weren't close in other aspects at the time. No. Like, yeah. It wasn't like you had to walk away from me entirely. No. I may have just wiped makeup all over my face. I think you're good yeah okay good <laughs> i was like Wah. no but it was really hard because it's it was like I, I felt like i was letting you down somehow right which wasn't the case no. but it you know i'm like oh i'm, I'm the worst like i'm making jim no. do this for me what was wrong with me no when really it was the healthier decision because yeah it would have just triggered me into a spiral and then you have two people that are not <laughs> yes you know what i mean well and then god help you if you have two people drowning who are trying to help each other like it's That's not, not gonna work. working well we're no. both still drowning Mm-hmm. We don't need that. Like if you if you can't jump in to save them, you probably shouldn't go and try because now yeah. you're both drowning and that's it's not a fun time for anybody. Yeah. Well, and it's so hard too to remove yourself from a situation yes. that you want to be involved in. Right. Because you want to help. Mm-hmm. Like if you care. Right. Right. Well, and sometimes it is that thought process of like, well, but if I don't get involved, does that mean that I'm a bad person right. or a bad friend or that I'm not supporting them and I'm not like whatever, whatever, right. whatever. Am I selfish? Am I yeah. being, you, you know, because yeah. it's like, oh, I'm looking after me. Well, well, I... Right. Right. Mm. right. Bro, I've been there. Well, and I've had to do it with like friendships a lot where it's like you are making choices that are triggering for me and choices that I can't be around because I don't want to risk that backslide yeah. that you are indulging currently. I love you and I'll be here on the other end. Right. <laughs> when you are done with, uh, the like exploring your rock bottom <laughs> options i'll be here right but i don't want to be involved in that yeah exactly yeah <clears throat> but what do you do in the situation where it's not triggering you and it's something major like how do you approach someone in crisis mm. who doesn't know they're in crisis <laughs> and and help them through it yeah without just be- without laying down like you're so- you're depressed Get your shit together. <laughs> like, I usually go with like the modeling route, right? Because it's it's less threatening. First of all, I'm mm. not I'm not approaching them and being like, "You have feelings." It's like I'm gonna sit next to you and I'm gonna tell you about the time I had the time feelings. I had feelings, yeah. or like what I'm experiencing, or like what I'm watching you go through really reminds me of this thing that I went through and that was really hard for me. And like, yeah, you, you take the time to model the explicit communication. Yep. You take the time to model the emotional thinking. 
you take the time to model the conclusions that you come to draw mm. and then you leave it in their hands right that's and, uh, that's hard when you yeah. get to the point where you when you have to like back off and let yeah. them do them that's just the hardest part because right. it's like sink or swim and you have to do it on your own right right i'm just gonna watch i'm sorry because sometimes you have to just be like here's i've modeled out all of what I have to say and the things that I can give you and be like, listen, if you ever want to talk about anything, mm -hmm. like I'm literally right here yeah. and I'm never going to judge you for anything. And please understand that I've been through similar things and I know where you're at. And like, I'm here if you need to talk to somebody, Yeah. but then you have to walk away because <laughs> it has to be their choice. Yeah. And we can't be judging their choices either in this like right or wrong manner, because mm. again, like everybody has to take a different road to get to where they're going yeah well and that's that's when you start moralizing it right yes like i failed to do this now i'm a bad person like, right no, you helped your friend you stay yeah. you're being healthy for yourself yes. whatever decision you take you're doing you know right. it's not you're not being bad yeah i mean These unless are... you are if you're being like <laughs> if you're a villain and you're out there like <laughs> would you be there for me if i was really depressed <laughs> and you're like no <laughs> i want to be at your funeral knowing that i could have done something <laughs> I hope you reach out to me so I can, I can ignore you. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. That's villainhood for you, but otherwise. Don't do that, okay? Yeah. But yeah, like offer them chances for nor normalcy too. Mm -hmm. Because that's really a big thing. When we know somebody is going through something really difficult and they're still hell-bent on like masking it yeah. and not accepting any support and not requesting support because they, they're not ready to deal with it. Right. We can just offer them the safety of... When you're ready to fall apart, we'll be here right. to help you pick up the pieces. But then you offer them some chances for like normal interaction. Right. Because God help us if there's one thing we all hate, it's pity. Mm -hmm. Oh, God. And well, and it works, too. I think we've been talking a lot about the emotional aspect of it. But yeah. it works if you're talking about someone that you know with, with a chronic condition. Mm -hmm. And if they're having a bad time. Yeah. Like, this this is what always bothers me is that I wish I could just intervene somehow. I know. Right? Like you want yeah. so badly to be like, I know everything is horrible right now. Yeah. And it feels like a forever problem, but it won't be. Right. But there are times where you literally, if you said, I know this is hard, but it's not forever. Yeah. Someone's going to punch you in the face. One day. Oh, my God, dude. <laughs> and we've been there. We've been in the like, I'm not ready to hear that. Exactly. I'm ready to be angry about my current situation. Yeah. And that's where I'm at. I need to explore and validate this emotion say, before yeah. I'm ready to tackle that's the problem. That's because we're tackling it in a healthy manner, though. Yeah. We're not like ignoring, like forcing the anger, like yeah. not letting go of it. Yeah. You can get stuck in that. Like, yes. I'm mad about this yeah. and I'm not going to let it go. It's not fair. Right. Like, well, it's like we've talked about where like anger becomes a um, like a piece of armor. Yeah. Right. Like the anger is safer Safe. yep. than the other like negative emotions. Yeah. Oh, this is a good one. Mm -hmm. Not falling into a rescuer role. Aha. This is, yes, yes. I've this known a lot of people that have that complex. Yeah. Where oh, my gosh. If there's any strife or something that they could jump in on and be like, oh, I'm there to help you. Yeah. It's like, guy. Well, it's like the white knight complex. Yes. Right? Where you're just like, I'm here to save you. And people are like, go away. Right? <laughs> God, and in chronic illness, it's the most annoying. Like, yeah. I've I've had one interaction with a doctor where they were, they were going to save me. <sighs> from my horrible like everything I did because they were looking at my entire like 
medical background and they're like oh i can't believe you've done that and then this who would who would do that to you oh no and they were like i know how to fix you and it started to turn into something like a certain set of supplements and then you know what i mean they were coming agenda Mm -hmm. oh very much yeah very much so but they want they had they were like oh someone i can rescue yeah and and i'm like no it's not healthy and it's not effective no no. coming from a place where like i've worked in education for a very long time and i've worked with students who have serious emotional disabilities Mm -hmm. for a very long time and i've seen the savior complexes come out and come through well that's that they come through right they don't last well they don't last because what happens is when the children start to outgrow the need for the rescuing the rescuer doesn't know what to do right when in reality we're like yeah buddy spread your wings and go like awesome Mm -hmm. but the rescuer role can put i'm trying to find a way to like stifling like keep you from the growth yes by we've talked about the cage before right Mm -hmm. like it's that same cage it's that same lockdown of you can't outgrow this tiny little space that you're being shoved into to fulfill someone else's need to feel needed wanted and important Mm. because at that point you're fulfilling your own needs yeah you get to like this weird cycle where you're taking care of them by letting them take care of you yeah right where it's like i have a real problem and you feel like you have to fix me yeah so i'm gonna pretend like whatever is working or you know you just messed so hard that i've done that before right you're just like yay it worked now go away so i can take care of myself god right like when people at the churches are like oh my god you have an incurable illness let me lay hands on and cure you right now turns out it was turn undead and, and i like, turn into dust excuse me what <laughs> sorry <laughs> no, anytime was, lay hands is always going to be like <laughs> i'm always gonna be like and now i'm dead because i'm a zombie because <laughs> i'm a zombie but you know what i mean like yeah, yeah. it's that like the pretentiousness of because it is, it's invalidating, oh, first yeah. of all, to be like, oh, all of your problems can be solved with my will alone because I am special. And you're like, I've been dealing with this my entire life. Maybe go away. <laughs> Maybe stop now. <laughs> shut up, please. This, this isn't going to work. But yeah. make sure that when you are putting yourself in an assisting role, that you are doing it for that person and yeah. not for yourself. I've had to actually make that that like call, <laughs> like sit down and make like a, a genuine assessment. Be like, am I doing this for right. me? Like, yeah, I don't want to be like this weird self-serving. I absolutely need to help you. But there, am I f- fulfilling my needs through helping you? Right. Yeah. I've, I've definitely had that conversation yeah. with myself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm not like, hey, Jen, you want you want to hear some weird shit? <laughs> So I got this. this I was inside to of my me, there brain. are two wolves, <laughs> and one's actually a duck. They're eat, the duck. The duck died. <laughs> the other wolf ate, it, it, ate, it ate, the, ate duck. the duck. What do um, I do now? <laughs> she's like, what? Do we need to go to the hospital? Yeah, Chris is going off again. Ugh, this is a weird conversation. Yeah, but yes. So make sure that what you are doing in the name of like offering help is really for them and not for you mm. because it's really easy to be like i could fulfill my needs yeah because especially when you come from the background of the empathy trap it's hard to feel like you are 
legitimately part of that group. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah. Even if you are, it's really hard to feel like you have a permanent place mm-hmm. that's not just whatever you can do for others. Right. Oh, my God, dude. <laughs> it's not a fun time, Mm-mm. but we have to be responsible enough to be able to make those calls and analyze our own behavior and our own motives. Yeah. Which is weird because you don't, that's not something anyone's programmed to do. No. You don't go into a problem going, is this about me? Am I making this (laughs) about me? Am I making, yeah, no. 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 Don't do that. Mm -mm. Don't do it. And I mean, (laughs) just if you need examples, look back on high school. Oh, God. That's where we all should have gotten those like needs out of us. Yeah. By experimenting and seeing what was what and realizing that you can only control you and you can't control other people's behavior yep. and you can only give them what you can give them and then you have to take your hands off of that's it. okay so the last two things before we go to break yes um not having all the answers yes knowing that you might not have the answer yeah like you can have a similar experience like mm-hmm. we said earlier but it might not be the answer right different person different walk of life different everything yeah and then having the patience to know and to let it go, let it just walking away. Right. Well, not the patience to, because that's the thing. Like once you take your hands off, it's not like you're walking away from them and you're like, okay, over. bye. I gave you everything and now you must figure it out on your own. I'm off to save another uh, person. Goodbye. Our friendship was fun while it lasted. No, you, <laughs> again, you're giving them chances for normalcy and yeah. you're supporting them in the way that's healthiest and best for you because it is important that you are a stable person yeah. prior to trying to stabilize other people. Well, it's that you got to love yourself to love other people. Yes. Same with mental health. It's like what our grandfather says. And I love this yeah. is that he takes care of himself so he can take care of others. Yes. And Which you really do. Great. Yeah. It's that you can't pour from an empty cup. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. Well, and then the patience, because again, sometimes you have to watch them make the mistakes that you know they were going to make. <sighs> And watch them walk into things that you knew were there. <laughs> yeah. And watch them make like the same mistakes you've made. You know what's worse? Huh? When you do it to yourself. Has that, has that ever happened? You get, you're in a situation, right? And you're, you, you have the moment of self-realization. You're like, I could have avoided this. Oh, yeah. But I, I had to do it. I, like, I, yeah. I knew I had to experience this bad thing. Yes. To know that it was the wrong answer. Right. I hate that. Uh, but it's important. It is. It is important that we have those experiences. So it's yeah. just rough, especially when you're watching people do something you just did. And you're like, right. No. And you're like, no, there's a hole. That, oh, the quicksand. Oh, you're in the quicksand. The alligators too. Ooh, uh. Oh, God. Oh, no. And then with people who are really close to us, sometimes we just have to watch them wander around the map. And you're like, <coughs> hint. I do, so this is really tough. I struggle with this part so hard with mm-hmm. Sophie. Oh yeah, because because you want to give them the answers. I do, but and I'll tell her she'll be like, "What what's going on?" They're like, I know what's happening, and I you need to learn. Yeah, like you you need this experience. Yeah, but I just look out for this one thing. <laughs> you right. know what I mean? It's like right. please be careful. Yeah, give her give her like some padding and then send her off. Right. Yeah, you just because I think. <sighs> Life is a learning experience. Mm-hmm. And for me, at least, living outside of religion and more on like the spiritual side, but I'm not 
I'm not like crunchy granola spiritual, you know. You're not from Boulder. I'm not from Boulder. But I believe that we are here to learn. Mm-hmm. And so for me, it's like it's not a it's not a true mistake if you can learn something from it. Right. That's always been something I've I've taken to heart. Like, yeah. You are the sum total of your mistakes. Right. Right. It's not a good thing. And or a bad you have thing. a right to make those mistakes. Yeah. Because that's for me, like the whole summation of free will is like, those are my mistakes that I got to make. Mm-hmm. And I had to make them to become the person I am now. Right. And I am who I meant to be in this moment. You sound like you just got out of a saw trap. Yeah. I appreciate my life so much. <laughs> No, you you know exactly what I mean, though. The survivors that actually like have yeah. a takeaway, they're like, oh, my God, you're right. I lost both my arms and my left eye. But you know what? <laughs> I am so grateful. Yeah. <laughs> I just have trauma for the rest of forever. Yeah, just a little <laughs> bit. It's so good. It's fun. I'll never hear I want to play a game ever, ever again the same way. <laughs> I'm not playing Monopoly. <laughs> you just flip the board every time. <laughs> no. <laughs> punch out whoever's asking you to play who's the banker (laughs) (laughs) exactly uh on that note i think it's time to take a break (laughs) what do they need to do um venmo me a thousand dollars a thousand dollars please and then turn around and venmo me like forty dollars oh so you just want to be the nice one like it's that 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 offer up big so that you get what you want like (laughs) When you want something like, I need a raise, uh, $10. And they're like, ah, no. And you're like, five. And they're like, that's reasonable. When really it isn't. No, it's not. <laughs> you're, you're trying to pull that on me. Make me look like the bad guy. Okay, Venmo me $2,000. Thank you. I mean, but it comes out to 3000 total, and that's not great. You're right. Because we're doing don't it together. Don't just, just don't. don't subscribe, do like, share with your friends or family that need yes. it. And, and leave us a comment. Yeah, join the community. I, a lot of people get a lot, I think, out of just hanging out and talking. Yes. Like, we're not always like, it's all about the chronic illness. We really <laughs> just hang out and, and talk. And yeah. hang out. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yes. Maybe Do hydrate that. or dihydrate. Indeed. Drink some water. You need it. Water. It's important. Your whole body needs it mm-hmm. for stuff and things. And you want to be able to do the stuff and the things. Exactly. And on that note, you need to have a snack because Because? you are a snack Mm -hmm. and you deserve to have a snack. So eat that donut. Oh, you have donuts. I want a donut. You didn't shit. I know some of you live in Colorado and are actually close enough to bring me donuts. (laughs) Bring me a donut. Dang it. Just saying. (laughs) From the past. Also, bring me a donut. Take a break if you need one, if you're in the middle of something and you need to take a break. Yes. Be nice to your body. It'll be okay. You can always like come back to whatever you're doing. Mm -hmm. It'll be all good. Do something nice for you. Like go find some sunlight. Yeah. Because it's healthy. It's good for you. It helps you sleep. Take your meds. That too. Take your meds. Do it. Karina. I don't need to take it. I'm good. It's 106. We're fine. I got an hour left. I, I heard the alarm Take go your off. meds. Yeah, do it. I know. It was a weird... It's a... I'll explain it. It's it's an alarm that's meant to be ignored at this point. Okay. Yeah. Anyways. <laughs> Have a break. We're going to go do note. some of those things. And uh, we'll see you in a little bit. Bye. Oh, hi. Do you like Fantastic Pains? Would you like to see more of the Fantastic Pains podcast and crew? If so, you should join our Patreon. 
The Patreon, as we like to call it, is the new home of our behind-the-scenes content, full uncut recording sessions, our short-form videos such as TikToks and YouTube Shorts, and our past live streams. You can also find some Patreon-exclusive content such as our new music reviews, lost episodes, and is the new home of our mini voices series, all of which can be found in our higher tier, dubbed The Only Pains. The Patreon is the best way to support the podcast, so whether you want to see more of us or just want to help us grow, feel free to sign up following the link in the description below, and uh, hopefully you guys enjoy the rest of the show. Welcome back. How was your break? Did you do the things? Some of them. Hopefully. The meds thing. Do that one for sure. Yeah, do that. If you haven't done that, do that. We're going to we're gonna wait. <laughs> just do it. Patiently. It's, just... fine, it's fine. You know what? I'm drinking from my mic. <laughs> There's nothing behind the mic at all. Nope. <laughs> we got uh, uh, ice creams. Yes, because I wanted something frozen. And I was like, I need something that is like sort of like water, but also frozen and tastes good. Yeah. And my husband was very sweet and went and got us some frozen stuff. Yeah, he did. Which was delicious. Yeah, so I'm day. a happy camper again. Good. Yeah. I'm happy for you. I'm distraught, but it's fine. He said he was happy, and then he was like, I'm never happy. I so he's happy. Don't happy. believe him. He's fine. You can tell I'm happy because I deflected. <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> Anyways, in this half, we were going to talk about how to model supporting chronic illness sufferers as one. Yes. Like, how do you, as someone who is chronically ill, support others who are chronically ill? Not even just chronically ill, but I like to just be open. Mm -hmm. And I, I really shut down the the comparative suffering all the time. Yes. Oh, all my the time. God. I'll see it in people. Like, we'll be talking. They'll be like, oh, man, I'm so tired from it. And then they'll stop. Or this, you know <laughs> what I mean? Like, There's like, oh, that awkward, oh, like, oh, I'm like, no, oh. it's your experience. This yeah. is if you feel that way, you feel that way. Yes. I understand. I'm not. It's not a competition. Right. right. You're not well, going to out EDS me or something. <laughs> You have no chance. It'll never happen. I am perfectly secure in my EDSness. You have no shot. <laughs> no Continue shot. with whatever it was you were saying. No. <laughs> but I mean, that's. But that's, I know what you mean. Right. Like, that, that's how I do it. It's because I do it with the kids all the time. Yeah. So if, I mean, I had a really in-depth discussion with Sophie about this the other day, actually, hmm. where she hurt her knee really bad. Like she was yeah. running and she like scraped a piece of road rash. Ooh. It's like this big on her knee. Right. Ow. And she was like bending it hurts and she was yeah and i was like i know it sucks yeah <laughs> like this is your bad and i'm giggling because to me i if that were me i would power through it right but i'm not saying you're not being tough by by reacting to it like right. it's fine right this is your experience i'm not right like i care about you damn it <laughs> like, and then jen yeah. was really mean about it <laughs> jen was like just suck it up and i was like hey <laughs> no if it sucks, it sucks. When's the last time she got one of those? Right. Never. Right. And she's not a kid who's like out there milking it. No. No. Absolutely not. No. Dude, it hurts so bad she couldn't get food for herself. Oh, You know what I mean? No. She's like, I want a sandwich, but I don't want to get up. And I was like, oh, oh, it's legit then. If you can't get to food, you're not faking it. <laughs> if you do it alone and if you do it and you can't eat. Yep. Yep. It might be real. <laughs> we also have to remember that like... Living with EDS, we are, how do I put this? Uh, we're a little bit self-destructive out of necessity. Yeah, yeah. Because otherwise we wouldn't be able to do anything. Right. 
So we we sacrifice some self preservation mm-hmm. for functionality, right? Because like you could you could you could be so mindful in everything that you do that you you would yeah you could probably get everything done. Let's say you were being super mindful mm-hmm. and being really aware of your movements and making good healthy decisions, right? Yeah, it would just take you forever to do anything, and you, you don't always have the uh, yeah the the, the spoons. <laughs> the, yeah, exactly the spoons to do it right. Right. So it's like, yeah, I could dislocate my arm taking down the blankets at the end of the day. <laughs> but then I'd take down the blankets and, you know. Right. The blankets would be done. <laughs> That's how it works. Yes. No, I get it. <laughs> it, it. And it's part of, I mean, we could kind of talk about that. Like your experiences that you've been having with your pain medication. Oh, yeah. Like the morning yeah. of the, like yeah. I could do so much. So, yeah, let's back up a little bit. So I've been... um so my face had been super active. Yeah. I had had to have that second oral surgery and it had gotten to a point where I was like super miserable in the middle, middle of the day. Yep. And so because I was like, I can't leave work all the time. I have to power through. I wound up medicating at work a few times and then realizing how, how much easier the second half of my day was mm-hmm. in general. Like, my mood was not something that I had to like keep in check all right. the time. Um, like initiation of tasks was incredible. Mm-hmm. Like, and it's, it's not that I'm like, Oh, I'm in pain. So I don't initiate tasks. No, it's, it's literally that like when I am medicated, my brain is able to go, okay, there's not so much fog in here. Yeah. We can initiate a task without calculating how much it's going to cost. Right. You're not assessing everything as a threat. Exactly. So you could just get it done. Exactly. Yeah. And so it was really hard to be like, oh my God, if I was medicated, I could get stuff done. I could clean my house. Yeah. I could not live in depression house. I could play with my dogs. I could come home and not have my day end because I finished work. Yeah. Um, and we were talking to Nightshade this yeah, morning. Yeah. Or Love and yes, Light. Love and Light this morning. Love and Light this morning about how like we we like to think we are functioning like we're we're high functioning chronic illness sufferers yeah. when in reality we are just barely scraping through our day right we do work and that's it mm-hmm. and that's it that's all we can do and so <laughs> now i'm like i i'm having to rethink everything yeah to try to figure out how i can how i can have a quality of life right on top of being a functional human being yeah, and that struggle in general. Yeah. And it's funny because I went through the same thing at about the same age. Yeah. Where it was like, I don't want to have to do this, but I yeah. I could do so much. Yeah. Especially like when it came to the kids, there was so much guilt about anything that was right. involving them. Like I'm not playing with them enough. I'm not yeah. engaged with them enough. I'm not, you know, I come up with any excuse to yeah. be mean to myself about how that went. Yeah. And then if I was medicated, it was so much easier. Like you said, right. you just, just do happens. the things. Yes. It was just a natural progression of my day. Yeah. It wasn't something that I had to like really think about and really push for and like fight through. It just happens, mm-hmm. which is totally different. But like, I mean, that's as far as I'm concerned, that's modeling. Like yeah. you're 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 showing people that there is a way to do it yes. and a way not to do it. Right. Oh, but in order to be able to do that, we have to be really frank and open yeah. about our situation because that's how we learn. 
<laughs> that's how we learned about what was going on with each other mm-hmm. and we're able to apply that to ourselves throughout yeah um and using that mirror as a way to better understand our own situations right and that's kind of how the podcast was developed was out of this necessity for something deeper something that wasn't just clinical something experiential and something that was like can we be real (laughs) right like live authentically yeah and live authentically in front of the camera (laughs) right like i'm gonna throw a lot of shade here i don't want to upset other youtubers that are in doing what we do but well it's very different they're they're different animals i don't sprinkle my life with positivity to make myself feel better Mm-hmm. And I see that a lot is like they're just they're modeling how how they can function like it's there. It serves a purpose for people that need it. Right. It's just not what I need. Yes. And it makes me I don't know. It puts me in a weird position when I'm watching them. So I'm like, ah, oh, I don't I don't attack it from this angle. I'm not like, oh, everything's great. Everything's fine. I'm like, life sucks and is hard. <laughs> yeah. I am sorry, guys. Right. But you know what I mean? But that's the thing is like. <sighs> I think it's just a step before toxic positive toxic positivity. Well, and there are people that are genuinely just outgoing and bright. Yes. Like I think, um, oh God, Dre, Dre of Dre. Sunshine. Uh-huh. I, she, I, I buy her. You yes. know what I mean? Like I, yeah. I watch her stuff and I'm like, oh, she's authentically just a great girl. Like she's yeah. happy and outgoing. Right. And then there are the people that are like, uh, today I woke up and I, I took my supplements and my kids, they made a silly little mess. And like, it's, you see the, like, yeah, the under the cracks of everything. Uh-huh. You're like, stop, please stop. I hate this. Yeah. 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 Which is why, like, we didn't go the scripted route on purpose. Right. Oh, no. We were like, we're going to we're going to I'm going to show you guys for those of you who don't know. This is the whole planning for the whole episode. It was done this, this morning. Is it. This is what we do to get ourselves into what we're talking about we like come up with our topic we outline the things that we want to hit the angles we want to kind of attack it from Mm -hmm. and then we fill in the rest with conversation because that's that's how we can be authentic and that's how we can Mm -hmm. model that authenticity and really be able to show people that they're not alone in these experiences they're not i don't want to say they're not unique experiences because they they, are they're unique to you right but you're not the only person who has ever gone through that thing. Right. And if we all were more open about the things that we do go through, because that's the thing. A lot of media is focused on this, like, well, let's be positive and push through it. And then yeah. here's how to mask and here's how to blah, 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 blah. Or like, it's all very keep it all kind of in the shadows because nobody is comfortable with hearing about how much it sucks. Right. When in reality, we're like, no. I need to hear that it sucks from other people because then I don't feel inadequate mm-hmm. going, oh, my God, I can't do this in a positive way. And therefore, there's something wrong with me exactly. when in reality, it's media. Right. Right. Like, it's not real. It's not the true view of what's going on. Mm-hmm. And so for you guys and for this, like, this is a slice of our life. Yeah. We've just kind of decided yeah. That we were going to throw it all out there. Right. Like in the beginning, we were so like, we were curious how we were going to do it. Yes. There was a, there the era of, I want to say this thing, but I don't know if that's going to overstep right. the boundary somehow. Yeah. 
And then we got to what season three, and we we're just like, it doesn't matter. It's right. better to just be open. Yeah. And we've cultivated a community that's like that. It's like the Discord. Yeah. A lot of people will come in, and even guests that we found on, they come mm -hmm. in and like, oh, it, it just felt like home. Like it was, yeah. we're open. It's just a conversation. Right. Yeah. And I love that. That that's right. like a safe space for people. Yeah. And There's we've no modeled pressure it. to be anything but what you are. Right. And what you are in that moment too. Like you are allowed to be in that moment, mm -hmm. and that's okay. And I think I'm going to pat ourselves on the back here for a second. I think we do a good job of looking at different angles yeah. of issues. And we do a good job of rounding back to, okay, but how do we be functional while mm -hmm. going, this really sucks and everything about it kind of is horrible and terrible. But also, here's how to live. Right. Here's how we get through life on this yeah. Like, well, and even that. if it's not like that, that helps. It usually leads someone to the thought process that leads them to what they, they need. Right. You know what I mean? Like, right. it, it's like a planting a seed. Like, yeah. have you tried something like this? Which usually like I've we've heard it from Ruth. Yeah. We'll say something and Ruth will be like, no, but it made me think of this one thing. Right. And you're like, oh, well, perfect. Great. Right. We, we were able to do that. Yeah. They're just different thought avenues that yeah. we can open doors to. And that's really all that we set out to do is to be like. Hey, guess what? You're not alone and everyone is suffering. <laughs> yeah. Well, and we've learned it. Like, yes. We started out. We were just us and like 20 people that were our friends watching us. <laughs> right. Angry because we were alone suffering. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's there. Yeah. There's anger there. Oh, yes. I'm so passive aggressive. Just a wee bit. A little bit. Just a wee bit. But that was the mission throughout the whole thing was to expose the suffering in the world so that we could see that we are not suffering alone. Mm -hmm. We are not alone. We don't have to be alone. And we model that explicit communication through like being able to say, no, it sucks. It really, really sucks. It's not fun. Nobody's having a good time here. <laughs> no. I mean, we say it during the podcast. Like yeah. when we hit the wall, we let you guys know that we hit the wall. Like, oh, yeah. You can watch it. We've done. We did whole episodes that were just bad because we didn't want mm -hmm. to do them. Like yeah. we were not oh, feeling yeah. great that day, but we're like, they need to see that. Well, there were whole episodes during like the first era of trigeminal neuralgia where yeah. there's just pauses of me being like <laughs> an awkward me being like, how do I surgically remove her nerves? <laughs> Can I just denerve her? Yeah. <laughs> denerve me. Denerve de me and debone me. Thank you. I will be a, f a flesh puppet. A flesh puppet with no nerves. That's my hand. Where the bones? Anyways, that was for her. Stop. Adventure time. <laughs> Look it up. No bones. No. Yeah. But I don't know. I think there, there's a lot of nuance to mm. living with chronic illness. Yeah. And there's a lot of nuance to being um, like a support structure for other people with chronic illness. It comes with like an extra layer of like trust you have to earn yeah because you don't know how they're handling like when you, you have two mm -hmm. chronically ill people and they want to help each other yeah they don't know where the other one's at right and they don't want to step on them like yes. be, or slight them or make them feel yeah. like lesser than or like right or important. to like exactly to like put your issues ahead of their own right because nobody's communicating and we don't know and you're like uh, they're going through hell but i'm also here like <laughs> my hands my yeah <laughs> what's funny too is that like in the beginning days there would be we'd have these really big conversations that were like like podcast long but whatever yeah um and we would 
you would be like, oh, I had this really bad thing. Like, I can't be specific, but I remember you. It, and then I'd be like, oh, yeah, but also look, look at this. <laughs> look at this little thing. And, you know, it wasn't it wasn't like competitive. It was just no. like, oh, that reminded me of this little yes. tiny thing that annoys me. Right. And you were like, yeah, but I have cancer. Chris. <laughs> it's like, yeah, but it look, it twitches. <laughs> And that's something. And that's something. And she's over here like, I have three weeks. I'm dying <laughs> as we speak. Well, at least you were explicit. Thank you. Good job. Yeah. But that's that's really the memo here is like model explicit communication. Yeah. Model that authenticity. Model taking the mask off and give other people a chance to take theirs off as well. Right. Because I think that's really what it is, is that. We're all walking around looking for that relation to other people, but nobody like we're all terrified. Right. So yeah. nobody wants to take that mask off first. Mm -hmm. And so it really just takes that first person going, you know what? I'm tired of wearing this. I'm yeah. tired of wearing this. And then other people can follow suit yeah. and feel more comfortable to be more authentic yep. in life. Absolutely. Living in. A society it's like you said that earlier. demands productivity. Yeah. It's like what you were saying earlier um, before break about you present the thing. Yeah. You don't shove it down their throat. Mm -hmm. You're like, here, here's my point of view and my experience. And you're just, you lay it out there. Yeah. You're not like, you know, twisting it, making, oh, but it was so bad. That was the worst. Yeah. You wouldn't know. <laughs> you wouldn't know. You just wouldn't you, get you, it. You have no idea. But, you know, if you're open and, and you make them feel safe and they're safe. Yes. Well, and like you said it's if we can crush that first impulse of like comparative suffering mm -hmm. <laughs> interactions are so much easier and then we don't have people second guessing what they want to say right and what they need support with and what they want support with so what i'm what i'm going to propose then is hmm. is like a new internationally understood greeting for chronically ill people uh-huh you 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 approach someone who you, who is a chronically ill you're like uh -huh. are you invisible and they go yeah what? yeah and then you go tumor in my back bad knees fevers all the time and then they do the same they're like uh bad wrist it's fellas like kid fish. uh don't know you <laughs> don't know you <laughs> scared then, of you yelling scared. at me and then you're like oh, okay you lay it all out there right at the get-go no comparative suffering right there if you you're go. just like here's my cards <laughs> It's me, man. Nobody wins. You interested? You, <laughs> Just throw them into the ceiling. Cool. Man. Good. Good day. <laughs> good day. And be gone. No. Well, if he doesn't want to, you know, if you're not vibing together, <laughs> if, they, if they had the wrong cards, right? Well, it's just it's hard. You visible? Society. You visible? You visible? Because society wants us to not talk about it. Right. Society's like, ew, gross. Don't be chronically ill where I can see you. Save that for your own house. No, you forgot the performative part. There's the <laughs> don't gross, don't be gross and, and ill. But then if you're in public and you're gross and ill, oh, <laughs> oh, <laughs> I'm <Stop>. so, oh. <laughs> how you're so young. How could such a bad thing happen to such a good person? No, yeah. I hate, <sighs> yeah, maybe they'll find a cure one day. You just, you just never know, though. Like, don't give up hope. Don't give up hope. Science is advancing, Chris. It is, but I also don't need that to make my life happy. I don't need there to be a cure. Right. Like I'm not I'm not hanging on for the hope yeah. of a cure. Stop it. They it's are because they don't have 
the experience that yeah. we did, but well because that's the other part that we have recently understood is that well people don't get when you say everything sucks i'm on fire but it's fine it really messes with them yeah it really does it's like, not like a here's a peek under the mask and then put it back it's a like this is my daily life i'm on fire in these specific ways mm -hmm. today i don't feel very good but i'm here and i'm ready to go <laughs> i do it with the kids a lot because they'll ask they'll be like yeah. how are you doing today i'm like mm, <laughs> not good doing bad yeah and they're like do you need anything no i'm good i'm fine i'm good i'm fine i'm it's good fine. Because they're like, <clears throat> excuse me, how can you be horrible and okay? Yeah. And you're like, but you can. Because there's can. a duality to everything. Yep. Living chronically ill sucks. But you know what? It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Whatever. We have a Discord with cool people. We have friends. Think about it. We've been friends with some of these people for like two and a half years now. Yeah. We're almost coming up on, on the third year. The best. The best humans. I love them so much. We love I all love of you. you guys a yeah. lot. And there's nothing you can do about it. So there. Yeah. Uh, just send us a bunch of messages. Just love bomber into not oblivion. Not me, him. No, don't, don't do it, it to me. He I have self-confidence. Uh, I, I believe in myself. Please don't do it. Compliments. Desensitize. <laughs> Desensitize me so that I, I become a shallow husk <laughs> of a man. This is exposure therapy. Yeah. face your fear do you want me to have an ego <laughs> nobody wants that for me i don't want that for me please don't can you imagine having an ego <laughs> like, in the same Ooh. Thing. Ooh. like in sync with as you're saying like, could, you imagine? <laughs> could you imagine having an ego gross Ugh. no but in reality like you are allowed to live exactly how you are like mm -hmm. you you show up exactly the way you are without feeling shamed into playing a part right and if we can live that way we can model it for other people and invite them to also live authentically and mask less mm -hmm. and spend fewer spoons masking because man masks are expensive yeah yeah they are oh my god i still to this day get like angry if i am ever asked to go somewhere and do something that requires masking yeah. Where it's like, I need you to meet my 74-year-old great-grand aunt who hates everything you stand for, <laughs> but also play nice. <laughs> You're like, no. So what are we going to talk about? Cheese? <laughs> Does she like, she hates cheese too? She's going to be like, ugh, you're brown. What happened to you? I'm going to be like, I was I love I born. I love that I get the uh, actual opposite response genuinely out of Pedro that one time. That's, why are you white, bro? Are you, literally, he looked at my dad, he looked at you, and he looks at me and he goes, why are you white? <laughs> there was a deviation in the formula and uh, I didn't come out right. He got the blue eyes. It's a weird mod. <laughs> weird mod. I'm just like hacking it's over here. It's a special mod. Firstborn, I got dibs on, on all the ghoul stuff. I was like, I want that, that, and that. Oh, but it comes with EDS. I don't know what that is. Sounds fun. Do you, would you like to have some tumors? Sure. Am I pretty? That was it. I can relate to that, actually. I'm feeling, oh, but I'm good looking, apparently. Yeah. 
My body wants to kill me, but it's it's attractive to others. He has such good skin. So I guess it's fine. Said the nurse to the unconscious person. Uh, no. Rubbing to it. To the sister just, who she thought was also like in some weird three-way marriage. She fanficked us pretty hard and pretty quickly. It's because she, she was like, she wanted you to be available so hard. Nah, I'm not. I'm taken. <laughs> she was just like. Your brother's gorgeous. And I was like, I took a sample of his skin. You're Wait, weird. what? <laughs> you were like a, a weird lady. Patch missing. Like, <laughs> I needed that. <laughs> Give it back, please. Give Rude. Back. Give me my skin back. Thank you. <laughs> Follower. Uh, it's time to go. She's getting silly. <laughs> I'm getting silly. Ooh, my husband just kicked a light. No, that's his. That's Ooh, belligerent. Hey, listen, Ooh. listen, listen, Linda. Honey, Ooh. listen, Linda, honey, listen, Linda. He was giving us the sign that it's time to go. <laughs> that was a discreet everybody. message that you just <laughs> totally destroyed. BTS shit. I tell you not to give away the behind the scenes. They'll know too much. <laughs> oh, wait, we're being explicit. My bad. <laughs> No masks here. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, we're we're tired, and we've been sick, and uh, it's it's silly time. Yeah. And I've it's been, been awake fun. and upright too long. And it's been real. Yeah. But be kind to you, be kind to others, and I will see you in the next one. Bye. <laughs> you want to do a real one? No. You that wanted to leave sad. That's it. Great, now I'm a monster. <laughs> the whole fandom is going to turn on no, me now. No, ready? We'll just do it together. Ready? Okay, okay, I'll try. I can't do it. I, I always try to do it with you, but then I'm always scared. <laughs> I don't know why. All right, my friends. Thank you so much for hanging out with us. We really appreciate you. If you found value in this, please like, share, subscribe, drop us a comment, and join the Discord because we want to talk to you. True. Very true. Forever. And never let you go. Tired. She's singing. Yeah. She's in it's pain. time. It's time. All right, my friends. Be kind, kind to you. Be kind, kind to others. others. And we will see, see you in the next, next one. Bye. <laughs> I did it. You did it. I also stream sniped you one. Yeah. Snuck in there. It was Dang. like, take it. It was like, bam. Little shiv. Take that. Stab you again, <laughs> right in the feels.